Those other podcasts sound like a broken record every episode. Rumor and innuendo is that the rumor and innuendo was started by the rumor and innuendo. We're always providing the freshest new content. Yeah, go ahead and chat me up. TME Studios, it's what you want. This is J.C. Walker, and you are listening to SWM. What the fuck is that? Live from TMB Studios, you are now locked on to the Stoneball Wrestling Network. Now, here is the host, the one, the only, Caleb Stoneball. Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's me, Caleb Stoneball, here for another edition of the Stoneball Wrestling Network. SWN, SWN, SWN. But anyway, yes, thank you so much for joining me here on this edition of the Stovall Wrestling Network. I got my man with me. I got Chris Dickens. Chris, man, let me tell you what happened to me the other day on Friday. All right, go ahead and tell me what happened. All right, so guess who I met? Who'd you meet? I said good evening, you maggots. (laughs) I met Sergeant Slaughter. Yep, you're a dick. <laughs> I met the Sarge. <laughs> I met the Sarge. I was walking into work, a WFXG. I was walking into work, and he was leaving from the interview that they had done and everything with him. And I just happened to catch him and everything, and he put me in the Cobra Clutch. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, great. Yeah, it was a great experience and everything. Uh, super nice guy, too. Just a classy guy. But it's so funny because he still kind of comes from that old school tradition of wrestling and everything like that. Yeah. And uh, Stephanie Lopez on the uh, on the morning show asked him, and she said, she said, so uh, we have this photo here of, of you and Hogan for WrestleMania 7. Um, and and uh, we, I just want to know, what was it like being in the ring? And that's all she said. And Sarge just goes, well, you have to ask him what it was like to be in the ring with me. It's probably not very pleasant. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. It was great. He came in, he interrupted uh, Jay Jeffries, like like he ran him off the set (laughs) during the the weather. It was great. Oh, my God. It It was amazing. It was a great experience. Well, I'm glad you got to have that opportunity, but... I got to go ahead and do my little stick here. Okay. What's going on, SWN Fan Nation, Stovall Wrestling Network? Yes, we're live. Yes, Caleb Stovall got to meet Sergeant Slaughter. Yes, I'm jealous. But I got to meet Nikita Koloff, and he also did a promo for me as well, which Stovall didn't get, dickhead. <laughs> but that's beside the point. <laughs> um. But, yeah, good to be here. Good to be back. Glad to hear you had that amazing opportunity. Wish I would have had it, but no, I was at work paying the bills. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. Well, I, I was paying the bills, too. <laughs> I just happened to meet him while I was paying the bills. Okay, I'll give what you that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, fuck y'all. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. But uh, it, it was awesome <laughs> meeting him. But you want to know another funny question that someone asked him? Uh, what was that? 
our our producer Doug, <laughs> he goes up to Sarge and he's like, he's like, so why'd you turn your uh, why'd you turn your back on your country and everything like that to face Hogan and everything? And he goes, because you never say no to Vince McMahon. <laughs> exactly. Said <laughs> <And> yep, <laughs> yep. <laughs> so yeah. It was great, though. Great Friday and everything like that. But this is Sunday, so let's not waste anyone's uh, more time. Let's talk about some professional. Yes. And uh, it's interesting because uh, as we are, you know, talking now or whatever time you're listening to this, uh, WWE Stomping Grounds. Uh, could be going on, uh, right now. Um, but I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually confused if it happened Friday or if it happened Sunday. Let yeah. me explain. <laughs> Let me explain. So, WW, so I, I have the WWE app and everything like that. Shocking, right? But I have that and on my notification, it said WWE stomping ground starts now. And this was at 7 o'clock p.m. Uh, for, for the event. And I'm sitting there going, I was just like, wait a minute. It's not tonight. This is a Friday <laughs> night. What the fuck is going on here? So yeah. is WWE losing their minds right now? Yeah, obviously must be. This was actually reported on uh, Bleacher Report as well. Right, uh, that, that they they <laughs> I'm not surprised Bleacher Report is is uh you know reporting about that shit right about now. It's like wait WWE screwed up. We got to put this on there right now. Absolutely. Well, they, I mean they they, 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 they got, and they've actually TMZ. <laughs> right, and they've actually like you know reported good things about WWE in the past but they're like you know what we've got this deal with AEW so now we got to bury you <laughs> yeah exactly i don't know but it was so weird like i was just like what the fuck is going on here so so i mean was there a setting that someone forgot to turn off for the uh Saudi Arabia thing on Friday or something like that i got a feeling that's probably what happened is that somebody screwed up and forgot that, yeah, they turn off the notification for that crap. They're like, oops, we got to fix this real quick. And, yeah, I don't know who they're hiring, what the hiring process is in WWE now. It's like, wait, you breathe air? You're hired. <laughs> wait, you have some, you have some experience in computers? Okay. What do you, what do you know about computer software? I know how to turn one on. Great, you're hired. <laughs> I know how to post things. Great, you're hired. Yep. I don't it's know, but time. it's three o'clock. It's actually five, but that's close enough. <laughs> I don't know, but it's a uh, it's a weird thing uh, going on. And, and I'll be honest with you, folks. Normally, I like to get on here and I like to preview the upcoming events and shit like that. I cannot preview this. I don't know what the hell is going on. Well, I know, I know Bailey versus Alexa Bliss is happening. Bailey versus Alexa Bliss. Uh, I know that one. Matches. I know it's happening. Um, I know about Seth Rollins versus uh, Baron Corbin. Who gives a shit? Yeah, um, isn't course, it all like uh, it's the same matches mostly, we've already watched? Yeah, it's mostly rematches. Yeah. Well, what the fuck? I, uh, 
It's so, like lather, rinse, repeat. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, you know what? If it, apparently, if you use any statements concerning Brock Lesnar or something like that, Paul Heyman is going to send you a legal notice. Did Sweet. you hear about that? No, I didn't. I hear sound about like that. a fucking. I sound like a fucking Tonight Show host. Did you hear about that? Did you hear about that? <laughs> like, I no, seriously. Paul, apparently this guy, I, I, I don't remember his name or anything like that, but there, there was a, there's a lot of articles about it, but he used something, it, it was something involving Brock Lesnar's catchphrase, and he was sent a legal cease and desist by the advocate of Brock Lesnar, Paul Heyman. Really? I'm not joking. So Paul, if you're hearing this right now, um, I'm going to start promoting SWN Suplex City Bitch shirts. Oh, God. Um, we uh, cannot afford that kind of money. <laughs> we cannot afford that type of money. It will, like, I'm going like to start calling them. Caleb Stovall uh, the beast. Caleb Stovall. Oh, fuck no. I'm going to be the advocate. You're going to be right. Defending undisputed pro wrestling podcast champion. <laughs> what Caleb Stovall. Yeah, but except I except I actually know how to talk. <laughs> oh God. I don't sound like my mother. <laughs> oh God. I don't sound like that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. I can't even I can't even right now. I'm just like, what? <laughs> oh my god. Where's my cease and desist letter at, Mr. Paul Heyman? Well, we haven't like got one from Russo or Cornette, so, you know, yeah, I, I, think I don't think it's I think coming. Safe. <laughs> I think so. But, oh, speaking of your boy, did you hear about this? Good God, I, seriously, is Jay Leno in the house or something? Anyways, <laughs> all of a sudden my chin's going to drop down to the ground. <laughs> We're going to get a cease and desist from NBC Universal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Anyways, yeah, but your boy, Jim Cornette, uh, had a little trouble with an MLW talent, a former MLW talent, I should say. So former. apparently Sammy Callahan and uh, Dega, or, or versus Dega happened, uh, at an MLW event, Major League Wrestling. Yeah. And Jim Cornette does commentary there. Well, apparently, uh, Sammy Callahan was being Sammy Callahan, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he decided to spit, I mean, honk a big ass fucking loogie on the fucking Jim Cornette. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, it was bad, and apparently, but apparently it wasn't just Sammy Callahan being Sammy Callahan. Apparently, uh, it was also uh, due to the fact that Jim Cornette made some comments about Sonny Kiss. Sonny Kiss, uh, who obviously is the uh, transgender who joined uh, AEW. Um. And apparently Cornette, oh God, he he decided to say stuff like, uh, "Why haven't why haven't they explained why Sunny Kiss looks like that? Like why haven't they? Uh, I, I I don't know. Like 
I guess, like it's just he, he said he said it's so 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 it's just acceptable now or something like that, <laughs> and apparently that pissed off you know Sammy Callahan, and I mean it pissed off quite a few wrestlers actually, but Sammy Callahan apparently. Well, he decided to be Sammy Callahan. <laughs> yeah. Actually, actually, uh, I got to see this clip from MLW, uh, the one that's in question. And it's funny because Sammy Callahan walks out and you see him talking trash and, and he takes a big swig of water. He just literally, like you said, spits a big fucking loogie all over Jim Cornette, who's <laughs> wearing his red blazer. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Jim Cornette gets up pissed off and swings a tennis racket at Sammy Callahan. All the while, Sammy Callahan is shooting him the bird <laughs> without even looking at him. It was amazing. But oh yeah, my god! Uh, yeah, it was it was incredible. It was fucking funny as hell. Uh, that is great. Yeah. Wow, it's something that, you know, a lot Because, of you know, Sammy Callahan ain't coming back to MLW. <laughs> but Jeremiah Crane is. He's going to come for Jim Cornette. Fuck you, Cornette. Come buy some merch. <laughs> <laughs> he even said something to that effect on uh, his uh, Twitter account. He, he said, I spit in the face of Jim Cornette. On MLW Fusion, and he did nothing. And he he pretty much said, uh, uh, hashtag fuck Jim Cornette, hashtag I stand with Sonny. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. And then, of course, Sonny Kiss, you know, uh, uh, thanked him for that and everything uh, like that. But, you know, here's my thing. I mean, I almost do not feel sorry for Jim Cornette whatsoever, and I and I almost stand with Callahan. I don't know if I'd have necessarily done that action to him, but I I, I legit think that Jim Cornette is so far out of date with professional wrestling right now. I mean, he all he has been saying about all elite wrestling is that they're outlaw mud wrestlers. Please, please tell me how. Like, like, please show me how. that. You want to know what outlaw mud wrestling is, Jim? It's people wrestling in mud. That's what outlaw mud wrestling is. Well. But AEW has legit trained professionals. Who have worked years, some of them have worked already 18 years plus in this business before they even got this chance with All Elite. You know, so please show me the Outlaw Mud Wrestling. And, you know, those comments about Sunny Kiss, I'm just like, come on, man. Like, you know, I, but Callahan, I think, also brought up a good point that Cornette says a lot of this stuff to gain attention. And let's be honest, he does. That's why he goes off on those rants that he does, you know, cussing every two seconds uh, between each word. You know, like, that's the reason he does, so that he can gain attention. Is that what you really think, Stovall? Oh, whoa, uh, no, I didn't say that. Shut the fuck up, Dickens. I didn't say that whatsoever, Chris. Yeah, you what the fuck is going it. I'm on here? Recording back. Play it back, Dickens. I ain't playing. Shut the fuck up. 
Oh, is that what well, you think I'm doing this for fucking attention? Yes, Jim, I I, I really do. Like then you're you, right there you're with just, the rest of the fucking mud wrestlers in the fucking business. You're the reason why the business is terrible right now. How the fuck am I the reason the business? Like, look in the, the fucking the, mirror, Stovall. Oh well, that's just hard, Jim. Look across the table from me too. That's the other fucking reason. Well, okay, that I might give you, but that's you know, that's just, up, dude. Shut the fuck up, Dickens. I fucking asked you to talk. Oh, come you, on, you've been, y'all. You've been a fucking plague to the business since you started wrestling. Oh, my God. I, I, I legit, I legit bro. need help. I, I oh, really bro. Oh, yeah, bro. The what is up, you all. motherfuckers? Shut the fuck up, Jim. I'll get to you in a fucking minute. Chris Dickens, you are a fucking saint. Shut the fuck up, though, you piece of shit. And they Caleb, what the fuck is up? Anyways. I can't believe I'm actually going to be a fucking savior right now. I already was a savior of the WWF, and I get no fucking credit for it, so I went to WCW and fucked everything up for myself. Yeah, you but did. you know what? We had a fucking thing. Now, you, Jim Cornette, you what? are so out of fucking touch with the wrestling business. I'm it's not, not even fucking funny. You don't fucking get it. You keep thinking that if you come out of a fucking box, you're fucking over instantly, you fucking mook. Is that what you fucking think? Yes. Hell, you, you think fucking, fucking ball and I every don't five think seconds it. is what the You fucking said it, you fucking Kentucky hick. Kentucky hick? Oh, listen yes. here, you New York Yankee. Don't fucking talk to me like that. You think a brawl every five seconds is their answer to professional wrestling. You think Because somebody, everybody uh, loves a fucking brawl. They don't fucking tune in for the movie. All those old cowboy movies. All they fucking cared about were the gun scenes and the fucking bar barroom fights and everything. Really? That's so what they fucking love because all you fucking too, huh? southern hicks, you're all the fucking same. Us New Yorkers, we're fucking full of class and pride. That is why I am the most fucking hated man because no, I am the almost awesome hell because you suck, you suck, everything sucks, you and fuck everything you because it sucks. Shut the fuck up, Dickens. Oh come on now, I, we, we've got to make. Take, listen, well, listen, shut the fuck you up, fucking Snowball. piece of shit. Go, there's a scalpel right there. Now, not only go and break both of your legs, go and break one of your arms. Just for a fucking you know sake what? of it. And then here's what I'll do for you, Jim. Right I'll sit you Maybe right down here in a fucking chair. I'll sit you right down here in this fucking chair. And then I'll have fucking Sammy Callahan come over there, honk a big-ass fucking Lukey. Not only honk a Lukey, but it'll take a fucking shit all over you. And then I'll go buy some merch from him. All right? So fuck off. And you know what? Russo. I am the Batman, and I am out of this fucking place, you fucking pieces of shit. Chris Dickens, I love you, fuck you, fuck your mother, but I'm out of here. Get the fuck out of here. I, bye. Okay, Cornette left before he did. I don't, I, 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 I. <sighs> Jesus Christ. I think we are, I, I think we have Bischoff and Russo security here. Jesus I don't God. even think we. I have think we have J and J security here. Actually, uh, I think we have UCW security here. Oh, damn! Ouch! Ref takes a point away. <laughs> Anyways, so Jim Cornette, yeah, a little bit out of touch, but you know, I, 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 
I don't know. But, uh, yeah. So, um, also, guess what I found out? Uh, and I believe we addressed this uh, a couple of weeks ago on the show. But uh, JR has a brand new podcast. And it's with, hey, hey, it's Conrad Thompson. Oh, Lord. How many yes, times is Conrad going to be on the air? <laughs> I don't know, but apparently, like, no one seems to be sick of him. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, because uh, he's now got something to wrestle with, obviously. He's mm-hmm. got what happened when with Tony Schiavone. What happened when? And, <laughs> and then 83, <laughs> and 83 weeks. weeks with Eric Bischoff. Eric, yeah. what's going on, man? How are you? <laughs> Anyway, tell the folks and, about our great weekend now, we had together, Eric. <laughs> I'm doing well, Conrad. I'm about <laughs> to go off into it. Okay, anyways, bro. God damn it. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, we're definitely gonna get a cease and desist oh, letter now, yeah. Chris. Why aren't you stopping me? Anyways, uh, but now he's funny. Got, yeah, now he's got another podcast called Grilling. With Jr. or grilling Jr. I think I'm not grilling with, but grilling Jr. And uh, it's it's basically him doing you know the whole 83 weeks uh, something to wrestle with you know bit. And uh, but it's from Jr.'s perspective. And you know when you listen to Jr. and you listen to Bruce Pritchard on some of like the same pay per views, you get like then you're even more confused after listening to it because it's like wait a minute. Like, now things sound different. <laughs> like, it's so confusing, man. It's like, wait a minute. Who was where? I know, right? Like, I don't know. But, it, you know, it was from JR's perspective uh, and everything uh, like that. It's a good show, though. I mean, obviously, I've listened to almost every single episode. Fuck you. Of course you, you have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't help it. Okay, uh, but yeah, I mean, hey, you know what I'm doing with the WWE Network currently? I'm not. Well, I'm definitely not watching Raw or SmackDown right now. No, but I am watching. Is. Yeah, I am watching uh, right now. I'm watching the WCW Nitros from, or, well, also the Thunders from '98 and '99. Uh, really? Yeah, I'm binge watching. Like I'm in '98 right now. That says a lot about WWE's product. <laughs> yeah, because Nitro wasn't that great at this point. I no. mean, actually, actually, in, in, in defense, there actually were some good moments. There actually were some pretty good moments, and you can see where the idea, like, was there, but then you can see where it fell apart. You know, the execution was not... <laughs> Yeah, like, like, because I can see where the idea was, but just the way it's executed. And again, like, I'm like, I'm to the point right now where it's like, Giant for like the past year or so has been WCW and all anti NWO, and then all of a sudden he walks out with an NWO shirt on, and I went, what the fuck? <laughs> like, like, what? Like, why? That was the problem with WCW was they was like they were just like oh they're getting over put them in the NWO yeah like it's just I don't know but it's 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 actually you know pretty good and I never got to see them 
uh, as a child. So I'm still like trying to catch up with some pay-per-views because there's a lot that I have not seen. I got you. That makes sense. Yeah. I even watched some of, and I, I, I really can't believe I said this, but I watched some of the WCW 2000s. Oh, Lord. I'm not joking. The New Blood versus Billionaires Club, the Great War of WCW. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you know, I'm not going to defend bro. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm not going to defend him really at all, <laughs> but no. I will say this, that it's like, look. I can, you know, it's just like in 98. It's like, look, I can see where the idea for this seemed like a good idea. But the execution of it, you know, all of this shit, that's where it's like, what, what the fuck? Like, yeah. And there's a lot of what the fuck moments in 2000. There's what the fuck and huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of what the fucks, Impact Wrestling. Um, <laughs> That's a nice transition. <laughs> um, you know, Chris, I have tried and I believe, uh, you know, on our last uh, podcast that you and I did together, I tried to defend Impact Wrestling. I tried to get people to watch it again and to give it another chance. You did? That's um, the truth. But, you know, I've got to honestly say, if you were to ask me who has the better television product right now, I would have to go with WWE over Impact Wrestling because, yeah. I, you know, dude, I think the telltale sign of where they're at is look at the alley death scene. Yeah, that was really I mean, hard to watch. I mean... And not because it was sad either. No, no, it was not because it was sad. It was because it was horribly done. Like, I yeah. was just like, how did anyone think that this was a good idea? And, you know, I was talking with a friend of mine um, about Impact Wrestling. And, you know, he, he was talking about how he was so excited that Don Callis and... um uh, what's his face? Uh, Scott Demore, um, were, were back in control. Like, like, like they were, well, not back in control, but they were in control of TNA basically or impact wrestling. God damn it. Like it's confusing <laughs> still at times. Um, and, and, and my, my question to him was, I was like, I was like, dude, I mean, okay. I could understand being excited about Scott Demore, but please explain to me a wrestling storyline or an idea that the Jekyll has ever had. <laughs> and it was a smash hit idea. Uh, hell, I can't even think of any. So, you know, like, I'm, I'm, I mean, is he really a creative genius or is he just creative? He's something. Because what I've seen on impact wrestling, I'm just like, what the fuck is going on yeah even even i can't figure out sometimes what's happening on impact but like like for example you know i'm, I'm a huge fan of tessa blanchard baby but oh god why the fuck is she wrestling ove uh why is she wrestling dudes in general yeah 
I mean, like, like and, and, and first of all, when when I say that, let me clarify on the statement, everyone, is I don't mean that like, oh, you know, this is such a a, a male chauvinistic, you know, uh, sport or anything like that. I'm just saying that, like, I'm just like, here's why I don't agree with men versus women, because at that point, what, why do we need a women's title? Yeah. Why do we need women's tag belts? Why do we need a women's division? Because if you notice, Lucha Underground did not have a woman's division. They no. just had women fighting. And that's why the idea sort of worked, because, you know... It they was put them on the same playing field. Exactly. But when you have a division... And then you start mixing those divisions. It's like, well, then why isn't Tessa Blanchard just going to be world champion soon? Exactly, which is funny because I got a feeling that may be the route they're heading. Well, is it all in attempts to keep her? Because I guarantee you all elite is going to pull to get her. Oh, of course. I would do the same. I would be, which you would pull in a different way, but that's it. I'd actually have her pull for me. Um, Okay, in your dreams. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, like, I believe AEW wants to sign her because she, believe it or not, was one of the first people to sign up for All In. Yeah. It, it wasn't one of the big people like Pentagon Jr., Phoenix, you know, anybody like that. It was legit. It was Tessa Blanchard. It was obviously all of the Bullet Club members. But it was Tessa Blanchard who signed up before anybody. And she was probably, I think, one of the ones that they went after first. So to me, they see money in her, which, I mean, how do you not? Exactly. So, yeah, it might be an attempt. It also might be an attempt to try to uh, drive the boundaries of men and women wrestling and kind of make her bigger than life, so to speak, that she could step into any ring with anybody and – you know, whoop ass. Which she can. Which she can, but why do we even need that statement? Make her, you know, the top female wrestler. Don't have her going up against guys like Sammy Callahan. What's he going to do? Spit? Oh, God. I just had a bad vision. That's terrible. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that would be awful. Then she'd have to go buy his merch. <laughs> Sammy Callahan ain't spitting on them. No. Oh, God. And, you know, what the fuck is Eddie Edwards doing? What is, what, why is he, a, why is he, like, a modern-day version of Tommy Dreamer and the Sandman? Basically. I, 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 I knew that when that Sammy Callahan that bat incident happened. I was just like, you have a chance here to create something and to blur the lines, and you fucked it up. Yeah. And I just believe Impact Wrestling, TNA even at the time, is a victim all the time of timing. Because the minute Impact Wrestling gets hot or something like that, or, you know... I guess makes a big pay-per-view or something like that. Um, AEW then comes around and is doing it better. I mean, you know, just notice, I 
I don't know. Every time they've like tried to do a big event, it's always been timing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I, I don't. And here's the thing. Apparently, they are drawing really, really low numbers on pursuit. But then again, pursuit has not treated them well. What? No. I mean, pursuit TV is basically hunting. That's what it is. What the fuck is wrestling doing on that channel? Why is it that Impact Wrestling always seems to end up on a hunting station or something that has to do with hunting and supernatural? Like, that was what Destination America was. It's shit like that. So, I, I, I don't know. But, you know, speaking of AEW, uh, Fighter Fest is coming up. Now that's a pay-per-view worth seeing and it's not gonna be a pay-per-view. It's gonna be for free on, you know, uh, Bleacher Report. So that's going to be awesome. But, dude, a couple of matches I'm really looking forward to. Like, I'm looking forward to John Moxley versus Joey Janela. Like, <laughs> and I believe it's no rules. Like, I believe it's a street fight. Yeah. I believe. I, I can't remember. But they did this, like, they're, they're doing these things on YouTube, right? You know, they, they, they did the road to AEW, or, or I'm sorry, the road to Double or Nothing. Now they're doing the road to Fighter Fest. And Joey Janela cut one of the most badass promos I have seen in forever. Did you see this? Where he is in a funeral home. Because, okay, so, and he's almost made this into a gimmick, uh, in sorts. But, uh, the thing about Joey Janela is, is that, like, everyone tells him, like, with his style, that he's basically gonna die. That, like, that, like, that, like, they have, please don't die, Joey. Um, and, and stuff like that. <laughs> and so, he cuts a promo in a funeral home. Like, he's got, he's got a casket behind him. And he's just like, well, they tell me that I'm gonna die, or something like that. But I would rather die than not give my all out there or something like that. And I was just like, oh, my God, like, this is amazing. Like, I, I don't do go check it out. I'm serious. Go check it out. Road to Fighter Fest episode two. Uh, he cuts the promo and it's just, oh, dude, it's amazing. And then another one that I am looking forward to. Uh, is Darby Allen versus Cody Rhodes, and Darby Allen got a great piece on him in this very same episode, actually. Really? Yeah, they did like a little documentary, like not, I, I mean, kind of documenting, but, uh, you just kind of get, like, he said, uh, I paint half of my face. He, he goes, he goes, it's not because it's a gimmick or anything like that. It's because 50% of me is dead inside. I went, whoa, that's, uh, it's pretty brutal. Yeah, that is. And apparently it's because like, and he is drug free. He's got drug free tattooed on his knuckles because, uh, his uncle as a, uh, as a child picked him up and he was like completely drunk and he was in an accident with his uncle uh, not Dar Darby Allen was completely sober because he was a child. I'm talking. His uncle was completely drunk, picked up Darby, and they got in a wreck, and his uncle died that Dang. night. 
So that's why, like, he has this morbid outlook or something like that with his character. Um, so, it, because he does a lot of things that are, I guess, suicidal in wrestling. So, you know, it's, it, it, it I, I'm looking forward to it because I'm sitting there going, I was just like, I love how they were able to make two stars in just two promos and like, they don't even have a TV show yet. Yeah. Well, they know what they're doing. And they're also letting the, uh, which, uh, have you seen the, uh, Moxley t-shirts? Uh, no, I haven't. Actually. It has a, it has a grenade on the front of it or something like that. And it has on top of it, it or it's, 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 it says Mox, right? So it has, uh, for the O, it's a grenade. And, uh, it has on the top of it, it says unscripted violence. <laughs> Damn. And he has been going hard, too, ever since leaving WWE. I mean, he has literally been booked, I think, everywhere. You're literally seeing him everywhere. He's the new IWGP U.S. Heavyweight Championship, which means more than any belt in WWE right now. Yeah. And uh, on that statement. Yeah. And uh, he had a great dude. I watched the match with him and Juice Robinson. It was great. You know, um, and here's the thing, Jim Cornette, you know, commented as well on uh, Moxley, of course, and he was just like, well, he should know better that WWE is not going to allow him to do flaming tables with light tubes and stuff like that. And I, I'm sitting there going, I'm like, Moxley doesn't just Moxley doesn't need those things. He just uses those. And yeah. I don't think that's what he was talking about, Jim. He's not talking about, like, look, I know they're not going to let me use, like, flaming tables or something like that. He's talking about the scripted promos. You know, he's talking about, why am I saying these words that I would never say? And I, it's very true. So, well, now cuffs are completely off. And uh, But I, I, I do wonder what links he and Joey Janela will go to. I mean, oh, yeah, for it's real, be think about that. Yeah, I mean, just think about that. So, it's going to be crazy. Uh, Kenny Omega will be there, along with the Young Bucks as well. Um, they've also got uh, SCU is going to be there. Um, the uh, Best Friends, um, Trent Beretta, and, um, oh, my God, Chucky e. T. Um they're going to be there as well. Uh, a lot of good stuff going on at this pay-per-view that I believe is taking place in the Daytona Ocean Beach Center. That's a very uh, famous place in pro wrestling, is it not? It is. It really is. I mean, you know, only like one of the most alt wrestling uh, or big alternate wrestling changes happened. That night, only something that completely uh, shook up the business um, <laughs> happened that night, you know, uh, or, or on one of those nights, you know, Hulk Hogan turning heel. Nothing, nothing major happened <laughs> from that, right? Right. So, and and it's it's a gaming convention as well. So it's this it's this unique at 
atmosphere. Um, and I believe it, it, it just goes to show you it's another attempt to like really show that like, hey, this is for the fans again. Yes. Because name me a time when WWE has done that. Well, you can't. I don't think they've ever done gaming conventions like that. I, I know that they've done Comic Con like conventions and stuff like that, but they've never really. And, and I don't think they've actually ever given like a big show for Comic Con. Whereas AEW is like, no, we're gonna we're gonna completely change up, you know, the game and you know do that and stuff like that. But yeah, that's uh, that's this coming Saturday. Uh, or whenever you hear this and everything like that, uh, I can't wait for it, man. I, I am excited. I am definitely more excited for that than I am the stomping grounds, uh, pay-per-view and everything like that. But I do want to go back to WWE for just a minute because I forgot something. Look, okay. That 24-7 thing, I still think it's the stupidest thing ever. I'm like, I, I mean, we might as well just not have wrestling matches then. Yeah. Like, I just, I, I just think it's the stupidest thing ever. But I will say that it was one of the most entertaining things that I've ever seen when Drake Maverick had his wedding, which is, you know, legit his real wedding. <laughs> but they decided to shoot the scene with him in the WWE 24-7 championship. And he walks, and he's walking down the aisle, and he gets stopped by the referee. Guess who that fucking referee is? <laughs> Mr. Antoine fucking Brewer, the <laughs> fireman. That's funny. <laughs> the fireman, like literally he's walking up, right? And then he stops and he has this weird look on his face and you just see the ref shirt and, and as I see it, I'm just like, is that Antoine Brewer? Is that Antoine Brewer? And Antoine Brewer made the fucking pin count at a wedding. <laughs> Damn. At a wedding. Oh my god. Seriously, I don't think I ever, I, I never thought I would see the fireman or the fireman, uh, make a pin count at a wedding. But that happened. I don't think I've ever seen that either. That happened. Wow. That, that legit happened, and once again, our truth is the 24-7 championship. I have no idea how many times that thing has actually changed hands. Well, nobody knows how many times, damn, uh, the WWE Hardcore title changed hands either, and if you do, you're a fucking nerd. Like, straight I, up. I, they're more of a nerd than me, than God, because I couldn't even tell you that. Like, but legit. I can't follow this damn title. Like, I just, and again, I don't, to me, it's just, it's, I, I, it's just so stupid. I yeah. just, I think that the guys look like idiots chasing this thing. Like, you've got R-Truth and Carmella, you know, dressing up in disguise on Monday Night Raw, and then you have, like, just a Drink. horde of superstars. Just chasing after him, yeah, and then Drake Maverick dressing up like Carmella to win the title. <laughs> yeah. And then stealing the referee's car. I just, 
Yeah, I don't know. I can't. I can't. I can't get behind it. I just. I can't do it. Has it made for some entertaining segments? Okay, I'll give you that. Nothing though that's going to drive up ratings. No. At least in my opinion, maybe I'm wrong on that. I'm sure. I'm sure everybody will prove me wrong on that because they always do, right? <laughs> yeah. So they try to do anyways. I don't know, but so that's had some entertaining segments. Clearly, the thing though that is the most entertaining—it's the most entertaining thing I've seen in years uh, from WWE, which is the Bray Wyatt Firefly Funhouse. Yes, this is one of the most entertaining aspects of WWE right now. Yes, because it's the most creative. Uh, you could tell that, I mean, while obviously the, the, the segments are scripted and everything like that, I don't think many people are giving Bray Wyatt a script. I just, I don't think so. I think, and, and, and see, this is what I think I've seen uh, that I've noticed from a lot of superstars. When it's like a superstar will have an idea for their character. And WWE at the time will be like, well... We don't really have anything for you, so go ahead with it, right? And then they'll, they'll, you know, let it breathe and everything like that. But the minute that it gets any sort of traction behind it, that is when WWE steps in and is like, okay, now we've got to script it the way that we know it's going to work and everything like that, blah, 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 mm-hmm. which they don't. And that's my fear with the Firefly Funhouse is I'm like, this has been such a good idea. It's been so detailed. It's been, it's been everything like that. But now WWE is going to, is going to really sink its claws into it and be like, okay, this is how we're going to book it. And therefore it's going to fall apart. Yeah. Every time WWE comes in where there's an original idea and they try to make it their own, it always ends up going to shit. Well, and again, and I've posed this question on the program before, but it's they've been great segments. They have been just some of the best segments I've seen in years. And Bray Wyatt, legit to me, could star in his own horror movie. I mean, he's that fucking good. But again, my question to WWE is, how is this going to translate into the ring? How is, what is he going to do in the ring? Is he going to like wrestle a different way? You know, how is it, how is it going to transform into a storyline? How's it going to work in a story? How's it going to work with him? You know, well, I mean, you could see how it could work with him chasing after the WWE championship. Like, Hey, that belt represents power. I'm trying yep. to control the minds of everyone, but. <laughs> Again, you know, like, how's it going to translate into the ring? Yeah, that's a good question. Because um, when you look at it, it just, it's almost like a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde sort of deal. So looking at it, 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 it doesn't make much sense to transition into the world of the wrestling ring. It's more suited for promotion and vignettes. So... Mm-hmm. Which that's only going to work for so long. Yeah, and I don't know if they've thought this through, or maybe they have. Who knows? 
maybe they have. I, you know, I, 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 I'm going to give it a chance because I'm legit interested, uh, in it. But, you know, I, I, I don't know. I just, I, I find that it's going to crumble apart like really quick before it even gets off the ground because I just don't see how, I don't know how they're going to transition that into the ring. But, I believe it's going to happen soon that we're going to find out because it's almost like the fiend, uh, I think is what they're calling it, uh, left the fun house. So it's loose or Bray Wyatt's loose, you know, kind of thing. And again, I don't really know the fiend aspect of it. That's the part where I'm just like, now how the hell is that going to work? Again, like, it's something we're going to have to watch and wait and see. Like, I mean, because to me, you want to know what I believe is going to be their, like, brilliant idea out of all this? Is he's going to go attack Finn Balor, and we're going to have the Demon versus the Fiend. Like, we were supposed to have, you know, Bray Wyatt, or uh the Demon Finn Balor versus Sister Abigail Bray Wyatt. <laughs> Until... Bray Wyatt got the mumps, and then, you know, we got AJ Styles instead. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just, I, I but we'll see where it goes, because I, I, I am legit uh interested in that. But the thing about these segments that, you know, I've heard some people talk about, and Lance Storm brought this up, right? Lance Storm on one of his podcasts brought up the fact that the the Firefly Funhouse, a lot of those segments, like there was a segment with a uh, Rambling Rabbit, right? Uh huh. And it was that segment where he's like, he, he's like, hey man, I, I, I'm about to tell y'all some stuff that's going uh, down here in the Funhouse, like, like I, I want to expose some stuff, right? And then he grabs him, and he's like, now why would you go and do that? And, you know, I guess trying to show the evil side of him. But some people pointed out that his makeup looked a lot, looked uh, very similar to a certain someone from AEW. I wonder who that could be, Chris. Hmm. Jericho. Because you know how Jericho's been doing the whole eyeliner thing in Japan? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, they did it. I mean, it was red on Bray Wyatt, but they did it, and then they put, like, a little clown nose, I guess, on him. And a lot of people are saying that that, that is basically how Vince McMahon feels about Dean Ambrose right now. Like, it's like, like, it's like if you expose anything of WWE, we're coming to kill you kind of thing. And I was just like, that's very, that's very <laughs> far out there. <laughs> like, but here's when people say that, you know, that, that there's that kind of level of detail in this. I just, I, I always question that because that would mean that someone literally sat there, right? Of when they were thinking this segment out. And that, and that when they were doing it, they were like, okay, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to make fun of Dean Ambrose. He just exposed stuff. 
So now we're going to make this rambling rabbit. He's going to look like Dean Ambrose. We're going to make Bray Wyatt look like Chris Jericho and give the illusion of this. Do you, do you realize how ridiculous that sounds? Yeah, it sounds pretty fucking stupid. Like, it really, like, for someone to just sit there, because that's basically what people are saying when they say, oh, well, these are, you know, a, you know, aims directed towards this thing and, and directed towards that thing. Then, then, then that means that they literally sat there and said, how can we make fun of, uh, AEW in this? Everything like that. That's basically what that means. Now, are there segments that are done for that? Obviously there is. I mean, think of the Nacho Man <laughs> and the Billionaire Ted skit. Why, I, I even bought all wrestlers, for God's sake. <laughs> um, but, like, that would mean that someone sat there and said that. And I just don't think, I just don't think anyone, I don't think a lot of people do that in WWE. Maybe Vince McMahon does at times, I don't know, but, you know, we will see because next week on uh, the Stovall Wrestling Network, we will cover uh, everything going on uh, with, you know, the wrestling news, obviously. And we're going to be talking about AEW's Fighter Fest because it will have happened and I can't wait to see it and go over that uh, in full detail. So that's going to be fun uh, and everything like that. Uh, next up, we're going to talk about some viral pro wrestling and something that happened with PWX. Don't go away. It's the Stovall Wrestling Network. Here's the word, though, from TMB Studios. What's up, everybody? It is Blake Collins here with Chatter City. We are dropping the 411 on everything sports. It's baseball, football, basketball, anything and everything about sports, even the unique sports as well. Not only that, but we are also going to have spinoff shows related to the unique people within the CSRA area, talking about music, talking about movies, different things like that, so you do not ever want to miss out on an episode of Chatter City, because I guarantee you, you will not only learn something, but you will also have a heyday and a half as well. This is Blake Collins signing off with Chatter City. Have a blessed rest of your day. You are listening to the Stovall Wrestling Network on TNB Studios. Well, welcome back to the Stovall Wrestling Network SWN podcast right here on TNB Studios. And hopefully you are listening to us as well on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play Radio. And right now, let's talk about some viral pro wrestling. It's one of my favorite parts of this show, actually. And we had a huge announcement from viral pro wrestling uh, concerning the VPW tag team titles. That's right. The VPW tag team titles will be on the line at infection August 10th, 2019, right? August 10th at the Sweetwater Gymnasium. And you are going to see the Viral Pro Wrestling Tag Team Titles in a ladder match. Wow. With 
the following tag teams. The Lynch Mob, Joey and Matt Lynch. The International Superstars, Blanco Loco and Joey Osborne. The Jim Nasty Boys, the champs, Timmy Lou Retton and White Mike. And then, are you ready for this? The Mm. Ugly Ducklings. Rob Kiljoy, Coach Mikey, and... Fuck, I forgot. (laughs) It doesn't matter. You said the Ugly Ducklings. That's all that matters to me. That's all that matters to anybody. Wow. The Ugly Ducklings are coming back home. Yes, the Ugly Ducklings are coming back home. Coach Mikey will be in the house, and they are going to be part of the ladder matchup. So that's going to be a ladder matchup. So think about that, Chris. Just, I mean, oh my God. I, 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 I mean, I'm not. I don't know if we'll be able to do another Stovall Wrestling Network uh, podcast <laughs> because I don't know if I will have a voice after that night. I, I don't even know if if. I'll be able to sit there and watch this in person without screaming for Coach Mikey to come off the ladder. <laughs> right. On to oh White Mike. Oh, my God. It would be just, oh, this is, it, it, it's going to be great. But that's just one of the matches uh, that have been announced for uh, Infection uh, 4 um, at, uh, at Viral Pro Wrestling, if I could ever get my words right. Uh, but if you look... At the, uh, new poster that has been posted, right? Uh-huh. For infection, the promo photo. Uh, it of course has the cowboy James Storm. Sorry about your damn luck. And, uh, there's also two from, or two familiar faces. There is the, the man, Anthony Henry. That's right. Anthony Henry will be back at Infection. He's on the poster. What will he be doing? We're going to have to find out. But wow. This is the one that I am excited about, Chris. AC Mack is on the poster. That is right. AC Mack is coming to Viral Pro Wrestling. Really? AC Mack. He will be there. I am, I am very much looking forward to that. I, I, I mean, I mean, cause I, you, you know me, Chris, I rant and raved about this guy when, uh, when I was going up to WWA4 and uh, this did. guy is one of the best promos in the business right now. And people are soon going to find that out. And he's athletic as hell, just a talented individual. AC Mack is. If you've never seen him, I encourage y'all to be there. Yeah, because it, it's a treat to see this guy in action. And, and I've heard everything that Stovall said about him when he was up at WWA Four. Guys, you've got to see this dude in person. And he was a and he was recently on that road to Double or Nothing when Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho had that showdown at Southern Honor Wrestling. Yes. He was in that video. He got blasted with the steel chair from Jericho. <laughs> I told him, I said, I, I said, I bet you never, I bet you were never uh, more excited to take a chair shot in your life. He's like, you have no idea. <laughs> so I was like, I knew it. 
but then uh, you've also got Saif Al Sabah's gonna be in the house as well. Oh my God, that that dude has moves I've never heard. I've legit have never heard of the moves that this guy does. Uh, you've seen him, Chris. Like Saif is is I don't know if he's human. I I, I don't know. <laughs> no. Watching him and, uh, was it, who was he going against? Slim, Slim J. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I didn't know if the gravity got turned off in the room or if I was just watching everything in slow motion. But yeah, right. some of the stuff that they were doing, I was just like, oh my God. Even my iPhone's live pick couldn't catch all the action. I know. I mean, it, it, it was insane. But, uh, we also have, Two amount, uh, two matches. Oh my God! Two matches that have been announced for Viral Pro Wrestling. All right. So first, we've got an unsanctioned match between Wade Adams and James Johnson. That's gonna be. That's gonna wow. be insane because Wade yeah. Adams tried to permanently injure. Uh, James Johnson, uh, at the Garden City Classic. That he did. And it's become, yeah. So it, it's, that's gonna be a good one. And then of course, the Viral Pro Wrestling Championship will be on the line. The champion, Darius Lockhart, who is aligned with James Caleb Kitchens. What the hell? Yeah, let that sink in for just a minute. Uh, right? We covered this on last week's episode that James Caleb Kitchens has formed this new faction that includes the international superstars with the Dream Girl Alley, um, Owen Knight, uh, who is now the Outbreak Champion, and then Darius Lockhart, who turned his back on Sean Legacy. Who is also the viral pro wrestling champion? I mean, I mean that that might be one of the best factions I've ever heard of. No lie, I'm legit. I don't know who is going to be able to stop this force. I've never seen a group of individuals in one faction with that much talent. I just, it's been a while at least. Yeah, it's it's going to be something to behold. I'm waiting to see Darius Lockhart versus Sean Legacy. I know Sean Legacy has an axe to grind now with Darius Lockhart. And Darius and Lockhart. See, and, and, and that's going to be, to me, I don't know if Sean Legacy is emotionally equipped to handle this. I no. don't know because he's he's young in this business. He's had some high-profile matches. He has never had this level, though, of intensity and anger that involved in this matchup. I thought his rivalry with Kevin Ray was something. This got turned up to a whole new level, though. Yeah, it did. And I don't know. But Sean Legacy, this is might be his one and only chance at the VPW Championship. So we'll see what happens. I, I'm telling you, folks, I'm going to be hyping this thing up until... Uh, actual show date 
Um, but I'm telling you right now, go to vpw.ticketbud.com right now to reserve your tickets and look into the seasonal pass that Viral Pro Wrestling uh, is offering as well. We've got uh, uh, they've got several uh, season passes that can be purchased right now, but you need to go ahead and you need to get them as soon as they can because uh, it includes a personalized season pass VPW badge, an official VPW uh, lanyard, and uh, and reserved front row seating to uh, one of or to you know pretty much all seven events, which includes. Infection 4, August, um, and then Trick or Trauma, Holiday Havoc, and then into February of 2020, Survival, um, as well, and Outbreak. And, um, I know I just screwed up those, uh, dates and everything like that, but go check out the seasonal pass right now because this is a value, right? The, all of this yes. is about $150 value. And you can get it right now for about $110. You can get front row seating to seven VPW events. Visit vpw.ticketbud.com and at Viral Pro Wrestling on Facebook for all of the info and everything like that. And, of course, check out me on Toxic, the best of Viral Pro Wrestling, each and every Sunday morning at 1 a.m. on Fox 54. Uh, we've had some great matches and everything like that, and it's going to continue to get better. And we have renewed our contract with, uh, with WFXG. So you're going to get even more of Toxic coming this year. So we've had a great response from fans. So keep checking that out and just check out Viral Pro Wrestling indeed. Whew. You want to jump in here, Chris, now? <laughs> guys, all of that? guys. He's not joking. You've got to catch VPW Live. You've got to watch Toxic on Fox 54. Caleb Stovall does a great job hosting that program. Um, and he loves to toot his horn about it, too. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. yeah speaking of I mean, toot horns. <laughs> get in line, maggot. <laughs> oh. But, but anyway, yeah, it, guys, yeah. Viral Pro Wrestling is on its top of its game right now. Infection 4 is the WrestleMania for Viral Pro Wrestling. They're going to go all out with this. You can't go anywhere else and catch this kind of wrestling action and excitement. I mean, you got Anthony Henry. You got uh, the Cowboy James Storm. You got the Ugly Ducklings. You got the Jim Nasty Boys. You got Sean Legacy. You got Darius Lockhart all on the same card. What are you waiting for? And you, and you don't have now. to drive two hours to see it. No. It's local. It's live. And it's the best wrestling you can get for the dollar. Yeah, it really is. And, and uh, check out the seasonal pass and everything like that and uh, uh, everything. And it's it's going to be great. Um, but on to some news that, uh, that that was broken to us. Uh, and actually given to us, uh, actually, and I saw this, um, that uh, PWX owner Brian Konobrowski, I believe is how you say his last name, but uh, Brian decided to go on GWH. And um, 
for those of you who don't know what that is, that's the Georgia wrestling history. And apparently made this statement. He said, I'm going to put more talent under contract next year with the denims that say where I'm comfortable with them working. I'm not going to spend 18 months building a baby face so they can go somewhere else for $50 more and be turned heel in a storyline that makes no sense just so the promoter and one of his flunkies can beat off to it. Wow. Yeah. That is from the GWH. Georgia Wrestling History. Um, I don't really know what to say to this, Chris. I, I don't um, either. Because I, I, I have, I have been to a PWX show. Um, I went there and saw one of the best live matches I've ever seen with Darius Lockhart, believe it or not, uh, against Shane Strickland. That's why I'm a huge Shane Strickland fan. Uh, and then I saw, you know, Anthony Henry, James Drake, and Ethan Case in a triple threat. I saw Tessa Blanchard. Oh, God, I just said it. Tessa Blanchard, baby! I think it, I, I legit think he, he le, like, that had to register through his mind right there. Um, yeah, it took but, a minute. Okay. It took a minute. Okay, uh, alright, but I saw Tessa Blanchard, uh, versus Sue Young, uh, which was really good, and I saw this ladder matchup that was off the charts. And, uh, it, it was a great show, uh, for the most part, I thought. Um, and, and I thought PWX is really doing some stuff and, and they're really gaining some grounds. But this whole thing of he wants to put wrestlers under contract. I'm sorry, Brian, but I don't think you have enough money for that. No. And you don't have like and 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 you don't have enough dates for your talent to work to make that money no and i don't get it it's why in the world would you want to put an independent contracted worker under a contract just to keep him from working somewhere else i just find it stupid i mean that is stupid it's stupid so why that is we stupid. Doing it on independence well i mean and and that is stupid because, again, that's going to piss off a lot of your talent. Like, because your talent is not going to sign exclusive contracts, especially if there's not enough dates in the first place for it, which PWX doesn't have. They only run once a month, and they really don't even have storylines, to be quite honest. Like, PWX just does I, – I mean – They've got some storylines, like with a lot of the people that continuously work there and stuff like that. But a lot of the times, a lot of it's just, hey, it's a match. It's nothing but high spots <laughs> and, you know, stuff like that. But it's definitely not a good idea, you know. I, I mean, if you go back and you look at, you know, VPW's outbreak, right? Yeah. A lot of those wrestlers – 
a lot of them wrestle for PWX. Darius Lockhart wrestles for PWX. But he's not under contract with PWX. No. You know, like, so that's why he was able to turn heel and shit like that, you know, and and I don't understand. I mean, I can see where the gripe is that like, hey, you know, he's a complete baby face here, but then you turn him heel here. And if he goes here, he's going to be looked at as a heel. I don't think, I, you know, I, I just don't think that's how it works. And I think a lot of the times fans actually can see that, that like, okay, he's a heel here, but he's a baby face there, you know? But again, PWX, PWX does not have enough dates for this. They do not have enough dates for people to be under contract. And then on top of that, you're going to put in the edict, I'm, I'm only, you can only work with places that I feel comfortable working with. Well, what the fuck could that possibly mean? I mean, because that's, that's definitely a double-edged sword. Yeah, I don't know what this dude is thinking. And I mean, maybe maybe he's thinking about protecting his own brand. But at the same time, why don't you just work with the promoters these guys are working with? You know their dates. I mean, you, if you, if you want to book them up, book them up. But make sure they're getting paid. But at the same time, if you know that they're going to be working a certain date, make sure you're communicating with the other promotions. Hey, this guy's a babyface. Or or even the talent themselves could be like, look, I'm working a babyface here. Um, especially if it's still in a local area. Yeah, okay, you're working babyface. But yeah. if you're in a different territory, if you're in a different state, what the fuck does it matter? Oh, wow, so somebody can pull it up on YouTube and – Darius Lockhart's a heel here, but he's a babyface over here in Carolina. Who the fuck cares? It gives the opportunity for them to showcase their talents. Nobody yeah. gives a shit. We're in a, we're in a, we're in a day and age now where the the lines between babyface heel and kayfabe are fucking gone. We don't give a shit. Chris Jer- Chris Jericho is like the biggest example. One minute he's on WWE television talking about, you just made the list, and being a babyface going up against Kevin Owens, and then the next minute he's telling, fuck, who's it, Naito, I'm going to fuck you up on uh, yeah. Japan? So and, fuck and that you was up. easily seen by everybody over multiple platforms. And you know what? Nobody said, well, why is he doing that? He's a, he's a good guy in WWE. No, you know what we said? He's the fucking goat. Yeah. <laughs> so and I mean why, Jericho why can literally work anything exactly so why can't talent go out there and showcase the same thing I'll tell you why it's because the promoters are fucking jealous number one they think that if they make a person in their promotion that becomes that it's the Vince McMahon mentality it's the McMahon mentality that if you get somebody over in your promotion oh you've made them no 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 they also, it's marketing them. and licensing and all of that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah, and that's the thing is, maybe maybe he's trying to think about, oh, I can I can make sales but, merchandise and shit like that. No, motherfucker, but, you ain't that big. Yeah, it, but but here's my thing. But then here's my thing about PWX. Uh, to that extent, is the fact that you didn't create those characters, you didn't create that persona, and you're not even selling their merch. They're selling their merch. Exactly. 
they've got the booth set up for them. Like, you know, it's not property of PWX, and, which again, I like PWX. I, I you know, I, I like the product that, that they put out, and I've, I've heard some good things uh, about it. But if you're going to pull this, you're going to lose half of your talent, and then the fans are going to catch on. And then exactly. they're So, I mean, I, we'll have to keep, uh, you know, we'll have to keep our eye on this story, um, as it breaks and everything like that. And, um, and I'll talk to some people from PWX and see, you know, um, what, what really is going on and everything like that. Um, but again, I, I like PWX. I, I, I like the show that, that they put on, uh, when I saw them. Um, I just think that this is a terrible idea for them. Um, because you, you don't have the money for one thing to, to elicit exclusive contracts. And then two, your product's not even that big. I mean, there are people that don't even know what PWX is. There are people here in Augusta, wrestling fans, that don't know what PWX is. They don't know that Anthony Henry wrestles for PWX. No. They don't know that, like, when Anthony was in Flatline, there were people that didn't even know that he was doing that. Right? Right. You I I just, it's a terrible idea, in my opinion, but we'll keep our eye on it and everything uh, like that. We'll be back to wrap up the show, though, uh, after a word from TMB Studios right here on the Stovall Wrestling Network, SWN. Come on back with us. Please do not pull that trigger. What are you talking about, boss? Yeah, okay. They tried to censor us. They tried to stop us. They didn't want us to pull it. But damn it, we're back and we're pulling that trigger, baby. Ha <laughs> ha! The Wrestling Shootout, the greatest wrestling podcast in all the podcasts, is returning. It's coming back soon. You tried to stop us. You thought we were going to go away? Nah, I don't think so. Be sure to check out all the other great podcasts as well as past episodes of this podcast. Right here, exclusively on TMP Studios. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back one more time here on the Stovall Wrestling Network. And we're about to sign off, uh, you know, for everything like that. But we have one more announcement that we wanted to break uh, to you right here. And I am going to let the man himself, Chris Dickens, explain to you this announcement chris what you got for us well ladies and gentlemen i am about to make stovall wet his pants um pronouns talking what pronouns chat me up <laughs> roll time no, on but that we, we have been talking about <laughs> sammy callahan oh my god <laughs> We've been talking about Sammy Callahan on this episode, and, and what is one of Sammy Callahan's <laughs> favorite things, Stovall? Merch. Merch. So guess what? TMB Studios now has merch. And that means... <laughs> <laughs> that means uh, that okay. the, Sto- the Stovall Wrestling Network now has merchandise that you can purchase exclusively on Shop TMB Studios. 
That's yes. why, ladies and gentlemen, we are selling T-shirts. We are selling all sorts of things for SWN as well as all the other amazing TMB studio shows. It's going to be phenomenal. We started it off with the SWN logo shirt. That's right. You can get the SWN logo shirt exclusively on Shop TMB Studios. And that's not all. When we get the chance to make it out to a live event, like, for example, Infection 4, we Mm. are going to have those shirts available right there at the TMB Studios table. Yes. It's going to be great. You've got to get your T-shirt. You've got to get your merchandise, your, your merch. As <laughs> so, yes, ladies and gentlemen. And you can come say hi to me and Chris uh, at the same time, chat with us and everything like that. Yes. Uh, while you're getting uh, some of some of the brand new merchandise that we are going to have right here on the Stovall Wrestling Network and TMB Studios. And we want to thank you. The fans, because without you, it would not even be possible for us to be even talking about this uh, and and making this merchandise that we are doing. Uh, nope. And I just want to say thank you all so much for tuning in and everything like that. I've gotten such a great response, especially from when we changed the logo. We changed the look. I know we had uh, the other uh, podcast shooting the. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, yeah, uh, we had that show and, um, I, I said, I said, you know, this is a good show and it's reaching some people, but I felt as though we needed to change it up and make it just one, uh, show about one subject, which was the thing that we all love pro. All yeah. right, I don't know. I don't know if that was a, like a DJ scratch or what. Anyways, but <laughs> um, yeah. So I knew it was a good idea to change the show to that and and to change the look. And now it's coming to fruition. We are going to have some merchandise, and at Infection, we will have those shirts available at our booth. Come and say hi to us. Uh, at Infection for Viral Pro Wrestling, we will be in the house and we'll say hi, we'll shake hands, we'll give pictures and everything like that if you even want those from us. Or we'll just give you a t-shirt and we'll have prices and everything up like that uh, in the coming weeks. So big things happening, Chris, right? Yep, big things happening. And ladies and gentlemen, that shop goes live this week so be on the lookout check out the tmb studios website check out the social media we will be posting a link to the shop and new items will be added over time we're starting off with the logos but we will have brand new designs and we've got some good stuff in mind for swn and it's not just gonna stop there we've got something big planned in the works that could happen sometime next year but We'll have to see where the merchandise and stuff goes like that. So we'll just stick with that for now. But thank you again, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in each and every Sunday uh, with us, not only for this episode, but for the past episodes. And if you haven't checked out the past episodes, please go and check us out. We are on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play Radio. 
And, of course, check out tmbstudios.com to visit uh, or, or to listen, I should say, past episodes as well. And, again, you can get those on on iTunes, Google Play Radio, and Spotify. But that is it for this week on the Stovall Wrestling Network. Chris, like we said, some big things happening here at the Stovall Wrestling Network. Yep, big things happening all over the place, and you guys just got to stay tuned. We got yeah. More. It's gonna be it, it's gonna be amazing, but there's going to be even more to come as we continue to grow this show and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. But that is it for this week here on the Stovall Wrestling Network. He is Chris Motherfucking Dickens. I am Caleb Stovall. Peace out, everyone. Happy wrestling. <laughs>